Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh boy, do I've got some uh, nuclear tactical bombs to set off on the show for you today. Again, hat tip to the greatest source anywhere in the history of humankind, 279er. We uncovered a few gems. We're going to ask you a few questions at the end of this that I think are going to blow your mind about who exactly (laughs) were they spying on? How extensive was the Spygate scandal on the Trump campaign? Hmm. I'm going to reintroduce a, a text exchange we introduced a long time ago, now that the IG reports come out, with some potentially new answers and maybe some new questions. Folks, you're not going to want to miss this show. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer yep. Joe, how are you today? Fine, hey, sir. Hey, babe, the question is, Sly, how are you feeling today? <laughs> yeah, you get the joke? You all picked up. I figured watching the YouTube, I got the Rocky t-shirt on today. The eye's getting better. Thank you all for your concern. It looks awful on TV. It's getting a little embarrassing. It's funny to be honest with you. But black eyes take forever to heal. Doesn't hurt. Everything's okay. And one more thing. Joe knows what I'm talking about here. We've got a big announcement coming. I'm just waiting for permission to launch it for our West Coast fans. You're going to love it. I promise you the Dan Bongino show is exploding. So stay tuned. We will get to that shortly. All right, folks, today's show brought to you by our buddies at, yeah, it's going to be good. Ali, Ali, your dog's health is important as every other member of your family, and it starts with what you feed your dogs. But you know what's in your dog food? Chances are, some of it's a lot of garbage, (laughs) kibble stuff, unfortunately. Not with Ali. They put dogs first. With vet formulated recipes and fully transparent ingredients to give your dog the healthiest food possible. Ali, O-L-L-I-E, makes fresh meals for your dogs with real food, real ingredients. I don't want to even call this dog food. It's food for dogs. There's a difference. Dog food is a negative connotation because it's usually awful. Not Ali. They beat out store-bought dog food on a 10 to 1 scale. This is food legitimately you can eat. It's that good. They give it a piece of steak to your dog. It's not dog food. It's food for your dog. That's the way this rock and roll is sourced from U.S. Family Farms. Go to MyOlly, M-Y-O-L-L-I-E.com. Answer a few questions about your dog, and they'll customize recipes to your dog. Ship pre-portioned meals so your pup gets the perfect portion every time. They've delivered 5 million meals and counting. Shipping is free. And if your dog doesn't like the meals, trust me, they'll love them. They have a money-back guarantee. Folks, go to MyOlly.com slash try slash Bongino, and here's what you'll get. 60, that's six zero, sixty 60% off your first box, plus a free bag of treats at myolly.com slash try slash Bongino. This is the best deal they have available anywhere. Our dogs love them. We've adopted our dogs. Go to, from my mother-in-law, look at those beautiful doggies. Look at those doggies, baby and Linda. Why do they look that great? Because we go to myolly.com slash try slash Bongino. Get 60% off plus a free bag of treats again. myolly.com slash try slash Bongino. M-Y-O-L-L-I-E.com slash try slash Bongino. Check them out today. All right, folks, let's go. All right, I've got some just mind-blowing information for you. I want to reintroduce an old series of texts. Remember, the IG reports come out now, and if you read my two books, Spygate and Exonerated, uh, you now know you didn't waste your time. Our sourcing was great, and uh, we can't find anything in there that has been uh, discredited or in any way debunked. Honestly, folks, there was some speculation in one or two of the books, very limited, and we were candid when we did. We expected a couple of things to, you know, maybe new information services, and we find out that wasn't the right angle. We expected that. We haven't found anything yet. If you find it, let me know, because I'm, I'm happy to do a book three. Having said that, there's some old text I want to readdress, because the IG report came out has given us brand new information. I want to put this text up because this is mind-blowing. And the question we're going to ask when we talk about this text, to be crystal clear, is how extensive was this spying operation on the Trump campaign? We know it was on the Trump campaign because, as I discussed during yesterday's show, Jim Comey in congressional testimony has already said they were they were investigating the Trump campaign. Yeah. And yeah. All you have to do is read his own quotes. He can lie to you all he wants, but he said under oath in front of Congress that they were looking into the Trump campaign. I want to put up this series of texts, again, addressing how extensive this network was now. To be clear, this is not a Stroke Page text. Peter Stroke is the lead investigator. Lisa Page is FBI girlfriend lawyer, both involved in the investigation of Trump. This is an Andrew McCabe Lisa Page text. Texts that have kind of ridden under the surface for a while. Andrew McCabe is the deputy director of the FBI, basically the operational head involved in this spying operation on the Trump campaign. He's been texting Lisa Page too. And this November, mid-November exchange 
is mind-blowing. Throw that up on the screen here. I want to get to this. This is just, I want you to follow this very closely. So Lisa Page uh, texts Andy McCabe and she says, and some of this is redacted. So when I say redacted, obviously that means redacted, not that redacted is a word in the text. I I actually got an email about that one, shocking me. (laughs) Page, I tried sending an email to redacted, but it bounced back. Remember, she's texting Andy McCabe. Are you still getting the redacted emails? DAG inquired, she's talking about the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein at the time. The DAG inquired about our plan, re that FISA target, if he mobilizes, given the physical access he has. Let me know if you got the email I forwarded from Tash, probably talking about Tashina Guajar. Forgive me if I'm saying her name wrong, but she's a higher up in the FBI involved in this too. Interestingly enough, in another text exchange down, Page texts Andy McCabe and says, by the way, Jim Clapper told Pete, talking about Peter Stroke, that he, Clapper, was meeting with Brennan and Cohen for dinner tonight. Just FYSA. For your, it means for your situational awareness. So hmm. keep that up a second. Put that back. I want to show, point out one particular thing about this. So this is one of the lead lawyers on the case for the FBI, Lisa Page, texting the deputy director of the FBI, intimately involved, obviously, in the operation to, to investigate the Trump campaign and spy on them. She says that Rosenstein's inquiring about our plan about a FISA target. Yeah. Who's the FISA target, Joe? And if he hmm. mobilizes, given the physical access he has, now, a couple of points here. Again, hat tip 279 is always good with this stuff. We have been kicking us around, me and, and him, for a long time. I'll be honest with you, folks. I had assumed that this FISA target they're talking about with physical access was Flynn, General Mike Flynn. Mm-hmm. Who else would they be talking about who has physical access and physical access to what? If he mobilizes. I had assumed it was, and it could be, but some new information's come to light I want to put out there that makes me believe it could be someone else. Again, when we don't know, I, I, I crowdsource my audience, but the questions in this case are as fascinating as the answers sometimes. If he mobilizes, could be a reference to Flynn being appointed national security advisor and being granted physical access to the House, to the White House. Right. But there's something fascinating someone, let's say, pointed out to me that we kind of discovered this morning while going through this. Go back through those texts. And I want you to look at a text from the day before where the access question comes up again. But in context of who, folks, this is going to bake your bagels, man. This text from the day before, this is no, that text was November 18th. This is a text from November 17th, the day before. Liberals, I know you have a tough time with math and stuff, but the 17th is before the 18th. So here's a photo of a text exchange between Lisa Page, same FBI lawyer. She was emailing McCabe or texting McCabe. The day before, she's texting her boyfriend, the lead investigator on this case, FBI agent Peter Stroke, who's investigating Trump. This is a fascinating exchange. She's, they're talking about the president-elect at the time. This is no member, November. He's not sworn in, obviously, until January 2017. Oh, excuse me. This is no, uh, uh, this is, uh, yeah, yeah. This is November 2016. So he's the president-elect. They say, and the reason he wanted clearances for the kids, talking about Trump, is so Jared Kushner could receive the presidential daily brief with him. Legally, I think he can pretty much designate. He says, who, uh, uh, designate whoever he wants to receive it without a clearance. Article today is saying none of that's going to happen. They say again, they respond, they respond to each other back. I know he backed off of clearances, but there was another legal piece looking at his authority to just grant access. And it's pretty broad. And it's pretty broad. He doesn't. And yes. I know they're complicated to understand because yeah. they're writing in Lisa Page, Peter Stroke text language yeah. back and forth. Throw that up again so the YouTube watchers can, uh, and I'll go through it. So Lisa Page and Peter Stroke are texting each other about their concern that Jared Kushner is going to get a clearance along with the other kids. 
And the concern bleeds out to a subsequent text saying, well, even if he doesn't give him a clearance and he backs off, he can still grant him access. Ladies and gentlemen, this access text is the day before the November 18th text where Page is concerned with McCabe about a FISA target that they should be granting and the physical access. Hmm. Oh, I've got more. Where are we going with this? Just throw it out there, Dan. Were they spying on Kushner too? The president's son-in-law? The husband of Ivanka Trump? Folks, I had always assumed that was Flynn. We had not concluded. It was, we, I don't know. But in light of what we now know on the IG report, where Horowitz is stating the only FISA was on page related to Crossfire Hurricane, that's important. Does that FISA target text mean that they were targeting someone and didn't get a FISA? Or does that mean there's a FISA out there on someone else that we don't know about and Horowitz doesn't know about either? And was that FISA target the president's son-in-law? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's right. Yeah. You picking up what I'm putting down on yeah, Budsman man. Joe? Yeah, I am. Yeah, in fact, I, right, I so pulled now the, it's not just yeah, I saw Carter Page. Yeah, you 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 yeah. you pulled the pin on that grenade yeah. a few seconds ago, yes, right? Yes, I did. Yep. Just to be clear, you told us the whole time you were only spying on Carter Page after he left the, Trump's campaign. That's the FBI's official story, which is garbage. Because when you get a FISA on Carter Page, they've the Horowitz report already shows they accessed emails between Carter Page and the Trump campaign. Folks, when you get a FISA to spy on someone, you don't only get their emails and, and communications from that point forward. You can retroactively access what they did in the past. Is this Why is this hard to understand for liberals? You can say all you want that, oh, we weren't spying on him because he left. But the IG report clearly states they accessed emails he had sent while he was there. So you're just lying. You're just making it up, meaning you were spying on him while he was there. That you did it after the fact is entirely, completely, 100% irrelevant. But the story is it was only Paige on the FISA, was it? Hmm. Who was this FISA target with physical access who's mobilized? Was Kushner traveling at the time? Listen to all our undercover sleuths out there on Twitter who've been doing great work on this case. Techno Fog, Undercover Huber, you know who you are out there. Rosie Memos, others, you're all over this thing. Those are the real journalists who've uncovered this thing. Believe me, you're, if you're following those accounts on Twitter, Sean Davis at The Federalist, Molly Hemingway, Kim Strassel, this is all old news to you. But whereas we still want to know who Charlie was, Remember the source they sent over to the White House? Mm -hmm. Hey, should we send Charlie? Right. Charlie, we could, but he's to see it. Remember the Charlie text? Who's Charlie? We keep asking. I'm going to add another open question to who Charlie was. Who the hell is this FISA target with physical access that Rod Rosenstein is calling the FBI about? God forbid they were spying on Kushner too. I got more. I got more. Remember, like uh, the Venom character in the Marvel Spider-Man series, you know, the symbiote between an alien, a an alien and a human. Spygate is really a spying scandal, but it's a media scandal, too. We've been insisting this for two years. Because to further the Spygate scandal and make it appear that Trump was colluding with the Russians to give the courts and the public enough of a push to want to get to the bottom of the collusion hoax that didn't happen, the FBI and others in the intel community used dopes and fools in the media to write stories so the public would get the impression that this hoax was real, that the emperor, in fact, had clothes on when we know he didn't. It's not just a spying scandal, it's a media scandal. Hang tight here, because I'm just going to put this article up in a minute. There's a Natasha Bertrand piece that I think gives away this whole thing I'm talking about now. Remember the question. Were they spying on Kushner or one of the kids too? All right, before we get to that, today's show also brought to you by buddies at 
Brickhouse Nutrition. You know I love Brickhouse Nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are coming up. You want to look better. You want to feel better. We know everybody's getting a gym membership. We've got those New Year's resolutions. I'm telling you, hands down, there are no finer nutritional supplements on the market than sold at Brickhouse Nutrition. They've been with me from the beginning. I am a firm believer. I've gotten tremendous results from these products. I usually talk about foundation, which is their creatine ATP blend, which is terrific. You want to look better, feel better, perform better? Go to BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan to pick up a bottle of foundation. But I've been remiss because I haven't mentioned another terrific product. This is Paula's personal favorite. It's called Field of Greens. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know every nutritionist, doctor, and anyone with a functioning cerebral cortex will tell you fruits and vegetables and all of the wonderful uh, phytochemicals and ingredients God's given us in fruits and vegetables are the key to a long and healthy and fruitful life, pun intended. But what do we do? We don't eat enough. They're hard to prepare. Sometimes you got to go shopping. They're perishable. Um, if you get fresh ones, what if I told you there was a solution called Field of Greens? Well, there is. It's a delicious tasting food. I don't even want to call it a powder because it's ground up real fruit, a food, wholesome, high quality, fresh fruits and vegetables, ground up into a fine tasting powder. You put a scoop in water. I put it in green tea, sometimes in V8, which I love. And it, I, I look better, feel better. Well, you can, after the black eye, I'm not so sure you believe that, but I love this stuff. I feel better on it. It is, I just, Paula, how much do you love it? And mother, my mother-in-law loves it. It is a great product. The key to health, longevity is good quality fruits and vegetables. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan today. Pick up your bottle of Field of Greens. Feel the results I felt. More energy, better life, better skin, better hair, nails grow. I love it. I have had, these are the results I've had. I can personally attest to I really love Field of Greens. Go check it out today. Uh, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of Field of Greens. All right. So who else were they spying on? Was, was it Kushner? I mean, those texts seem to be, they're really odd, Joe. Lisa Page is talking about the mm -hmm. access for the kids. The next day, all of a sudden, she's texting her boss about, hey, maybe we should mobilize a target. Give it access. He's got access now. Were they spying on Kushner? Holy Moses, would that be huge? Now, a year later to the day of those texts, so the text I'm talking about, November 17th, between Page and Stroke, where they're like, whoa, man, Kushner getting access to son-in-law. This is big trouble, man. Right. You know, look at this. We'll get, but he doesn't, he's looking for clearance for Kushner. This is trouble. A year later to the day, noted Spygate insider, Natasha Bertrand, Bertrand, media hack, who's been on the wrong side of every single angle on this story. Bertrand gets some very suspicious leaks in this case from day one. She's one of the worst reporters in this case because all of the leaks she's got, most of them have been patently false. In other words, they've been using Bertrand, <laughs> I believe yeah. now writes at Politico, to foster fake stories. And Bertrand, who doesn't do any kind of journalism, never checked these stories um, and just puts them up. Don't you think it's awfully special, Joe, that she wrote this article on November 17th, exactly a year later from those texts? Surprisingly, about... Kushner? Oh, well. wow. Business Insider. By the way, this will be up in the show notes. It's worth your time. Only for reading how easily these people get played, Bertram. Headline, Business Insider, November 17, 2017, a year later to the day, Kushner received emails from Sergey Milion, an alleged dossier source who was in touch with George Papadopoulos. <laughs> Let me put up a little screenshot from this piece to show you. I'm going to get to what she's getting to in a minute but remember everything you're told in this screenshot from the piece is the effort of a deep state insider to use a media tool like natasha bertrand to get you to believe something that's not true you must always read bertrand stories through that lens she is being used as a gaslighting propaganda piece by deep staters who are trying to tell you something that is patently false what are they trying to tell you here quote Millian is also believed to be a key source in a collection of unverified memos known as the Steele dossier, namely after its author, former, former British intel officer Christopher Steele. The memos outline Trump and his campaign members' ties to Russian officials and allege Moscow and the Trump campaign worked hand-in-hand -hand at points to influence the U.S. election. What is she trying to tell you here? Why did I read that? The title of this story and the gist of the story, which will be up in the show notes and is definitely worth your time, 
is that this key source for the dossier, Joe, Sergey Milian, mm-hmm. according to Bertrand, right. has also been CCing Jared Kushner on emails a year later. Huh. What are they trying to tell you? Ladies and gentlemen, someone in this deep state spygate operation was using Bertrand because they wanted you to connect Milian to Papadopoulos and Kushner at the same time. Why would they want you to do that? Because Bertrand, who doesn't do journalism, she just does gaslighting, probably still believes that Milian, who now we know, according to the IG report, um, there's allegations that I should say, to be fair to Sergey, because Sergey denies a lot of this. And honestly, with Steele and the back and forth on Sergey, I'm not even sure who's telling the truth anymore. Now, the information's false. But he's alleged to have been source D and E in the dossier. He denies that. And some of that information, as I point out in my book, Exonerated, doesn't seem to gel. But Bertrand believes that Millian's a source and a credible one. Because someone wanted her to believe that. And if Millian is the source for the dossier, someone wanted you to believe the dossier was true. Mm-hmm. Someone wanted you to believe that a deep state Russia conspiracy exists and that Jared Kushner was in fact a part of it. Now, there's only two explanations as to why some deep stater would use Natasha Bertrand as a tool to get you to believe that Kushner was part of a hoax collusion scandal that didn't exist. And only two explanations. The first explanation, which may be a little more unlikely, but I want you to entertain, especially you Twitter sleuths out there. Was there a FISA on Kushner too? Unlikely, but possible. Now, of course, the deep stater who by November of 2017 knows this whole thing is a hoax, wants the media to believe that Kushner was a really bad guy to do what, Joe? If option one is in fact true, Mm -hmm. they want you to believe, oh, shucks, look, the Kushner FISA, yeah, we screwed up again, spying on an innocent American inside the president's family, Kushner. But, oh, man, golly, look, we just thought because we thought Millian, golly, (laughs) buddies, we just thought Millian was a legitimate source. And he was CCing Kushner on these emails with Papadopoulos and and emailing Papadopoulos and others. So we just thought Kushner was part of it. Uh, That's explanation one. All right. Explanation two, which is more likely is that someone sought a FISA on someone in the Trump family somewhere, or Kushner, it's possible, and was turned down, figured this was all going to come out, and is trying to, for the same reason, justify why. Look, Milian was talking mm. to, was talking to, uh, yeah, uh, um, um, to uh, was CCing uh, Kushner, excuse me, on these emails. So Kushner had to be a part of it. Folks, it's becoming clearer by the day that the Durham Bar report is going to uncover a lot of things Horowitz did not have access to. Were there other FISAs out there? The IG report seems to indicate no. Fine, even if you accept that at its face, and I'm willing to. Were there other FISA targets out there? In other words, were they trying to organize a warrant to spy on people inside the Trump team? Let me throw something else out at you. Again, it could have been Flynn. I could have, that was my first thought on that. God forbid it was Don Jr. They're talking about the kids, physical access. Oh. Awfully suspicious, folks. All right, I've got a lot more. I've got some serious narrative busting to do here. Schumer and Schiff were already setting up their 2020 narrative. I kind of hit on a little bit yesterday. This is important stuff. I've got some video of Schiff. Shock. I mean, excuse me, Schumer. Schumer, Schiff, Schiff, Schumer, it's all the same. They're all liars. doesn't really matter. Schumer on CNN actually getting called out by CNN. It's amazing. You're already setting up their BS. All right, before we get to that, today's show also brought to you, what a great gift around the holidays, our good friends at Omaha Steaks. Folks, this is some of the most delicious food. They sent us a nice gift pack, and uh, you know I'm embarrassed to say I ate most of it. 
They left it in the fridge. I got home late from the Fox Nation Awards. The uh, filet mignon with the bacon wrap was sitting there. And I didn't know I wasn't supposed to eat them all, yeah. um, but I did. Yeah, it's kind of did. embarrassing, but I got to be honest with my audience. I know, Joe's like, I know you did. Yeah, I know so this you season, did. Omaha Steaks is sharing this amazing limited time offer with our listeners. And there's still time to place your order for the holidays. This is a great gift for your neighbors, your friends, your family. Send it ahead to your family. That way, when you go there, they can cook it and you can eat it. Wink it or not. <laughs> go to omahasteaks.com. Yeah. Enter promo code Bongino in the search bar. There's a search bar at the top. Type in B-O-N-G-I-N-O, my last name, at omahasteaks.com. Order the favorite gift package, the gift all your friends and family will love for only $69.99. That's the best deal you're going to get. Order now and you'll get four, six ounce bacon wrapped filet mignons, the most tender steak in the world for savory premium pork chops, four Omaha Steaks burgers. These burgers will blow your mind. Four perfectly brown potatoes au gratin. I, oh, delicious crack, right? Nice little crust on it. Oh, four made from scratch caramel apple tartlets and Omaha Steaks signature seasoning packet, which I love. Plus, only for my listeners, you'll get a free six-piece cutlery set and a cutting board, all this delicious, delectable food. Plus the free cutlery set you'll enjoy for years for only, this is right, $69.99. Omaha Steaks are the most tender, delicious, flavorful steaks out there. You can only get them from Omaha Steaks. America's original butcher, Omaha Steaks, a fifth-generation family-owned company with over 100 years of expertise in delivering perfectly aged beef, hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Again, order now and get the favorite gift package, plus the free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board for only $69.99. That's a steal. Go to omahasteaks.com and type Bongino in the search bar for this offer. Don't wait. If you want to take advantage of this offer, go get your gift there before the holidays are over. Order the favorite gift package today, omahasteaks.com, promo code Bongino in the search bar. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. You know, we... <laughs> We had a, uh, a listener, I always appreciate it. He sent us this like liberal narrative alarm thing. Unfortunately, uh -huh. marrying it up with stuff and Joe has, uh, <laughs> we have a way to do it. But it was nice of him to do it. Yeah. Joe and I got a kick out of it. Folks, I, I, you're always six months ahead of the next BS liberal narrative on this show yeah. because we're just good at picking them out. And it's not just me. It's not a self-praise thing. It's a lot of listeners who are very savvy. You say, ah, I got this. Look at what they're doing next. So first, I kind of hit on this yesterday. So there's no need to really hammer it. But the Washington Examiner is a great piece up in the show notes today about sleazeball now documented, discredited fool and liar, Adam Schiff, how he's already setting up the 2020 collusion. It already happened, Joe. Yeah. 2020, it's going to be collusion with foreign governments. Uh, Naomi Lynn, Washington Examiner, be in the show notes. If you want to subscribe to my email list, bongino.com slash newsletter. I'll send you these articles every day. They're also up at bonginoreport.com. Democrats preparing to undermine Trump victory in 2020. Folks, uh, uh, let me get my bearings here because I don't want to rant endlessly because I get very upset with this. I, for, I'm asking a serious question now to our hmm. liberal listeners. I know we have them because I read your nasty emails. How stupid are you? I, I, I mean, I know that's probably not a fair question because there's no real way to, but I, I'm not kidding when I, like, how dumb are you? You have been fooled. By Adam Schiff and the Democrats. Uh, listen, I don't care who you vote for. Listen, do your thing. Because my friend, do your thing, my friends. Do it. Do your thing. I don't care. Whatever. I'm not trying to convince liberals anymore. 20% of the population believes socialism doesn't kill. Big government is the answer. And Adam Schiff is an honest guy. You're beyond help. I'm just asking you, how dumb are you to be fooled by this guy constantly? Nothing he's told you is true. Collusion was a hoax. Nope. His shift memo was a hoax. Yep. Every substantial point in his memo was a hoax. Everything he said about Devin Nunes was a hoax. His contacts with the whistleblower or lack thereof, he said, was a hoax. The whistleblower scandal was a hoax. Everything he tells you is a hoax. So he's now setting up to hoax you again. And liberals in the media love it. They're lapping this stuff up. Like the bootlicking sycophants they are. From the Washington Examiner piece. Here are Adam Schiff quotes about 2020 again. He's talking about, well, why should we wait on impeachment? He says, quote, the argument, why don't you just wait, amounts to this. Why don't you just let him cheat again in one more election, Schiff told reporters. This guy is such a human sleaze. It is unbelievable. He goes on. 
Why not let him have foreign help one more time? Added the California Democrat, who actually led the intel panel's investigation into his last foreign help lie Mm -hmm. about the last election. Folks, this guy is a fraud. He's a total disgrace to the Congress. I'm not kidding. Like, I know it's not very Christian, but... You have to mock these people. It's the only, you have to laugh them. It's the only way to penetrate yeah. their vibranium skulls. They're they're moving up from adamantium to vibranium, where it bounces off like facts bounce <laughs> off their skulls. Humiliating them and laughing at them is the only way to break through. It really is. This is almost funny. How dumb you are! All right, he's setting you up for another hoax in 2020, and they believe it. Look. If we don't impeach him, we're going to accuse him of collusion again. Oh, you mean like you did the last time in the last hoax? That's liberal narrative. This is the mm-hmm. liberal narrative alert section of the show. Mm-hmm. Liberal narrative alert section. Ding, ding. So that's number one. Trump's already preparing to collude in 2020, despite the fact that we've already been debunked about our collusion hoax in 2016. Here's the second one. I'm going to play this clip of Schumer getting wrecked on CNN of all places. It's always funny when like CNN decides for some random reason to start doing news once in a while. I never understand why that (laughs) happens because they're not a serious news network. I mean, they host Brian Stelter. That says enough. But Schumer yesterday during this press conference he gave, which was a joke and an embarrassment. Schumer says, listen, If Mitch McConnell doesn't concede to my demands about this Senate impeachment trial, then listen, folks, this is going to be a cover-up and it's not going to be a fair trial. So what's he saying? He's saying that he's going to dictate how the rules are going to go. He's telling the media, giving them their marching orders. You know, Joe? Yep. Media people, here's the narrative. The narrative is what? If you don't concede to my rules for the Senate trial, because remember, Schumer doesn't run the Senate. The Republicans have the majority. McConnell does. If you don't concede to my rules, this was all a cover-up, and it's not going to be fair, and we're going to have to do something in the 2020 election again. So what are his two rules? What does he want? Well, this is where it gets hilarious. Schumer is in the minority in the Senate. He wants witnesses. What? Witnesses? Witnesses? We just... I know you're. I know what you're thinking. Let me just. I'm, and if I'm wrong here, too, I know what Joe's thinking because this is whatever you say. Didn't we just go through that on the House side in the impeachment phase? That's where you're supposed to get the witnesses in order to impeach. Wait, you forgot witnesses and you're going to impeach them anyway. So just let me be clear: there's an impeachment hearing going on right now. There are missing witnesses, and the Democrats are impeaching them anyway. <laughs> Joe, that's at least a double monthly. Come on. Here you go, baby. At least a double monthly. So Schumer, who's been insisting a triple. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby. I got a little you got a little bold on that with a triple. I'm not sure. This is kind of a 2.5. Right, but brother. I appreciate you rounding up. I give you monthly discretion. So it's up to you. Joe's going three. I would have won 2.5 a half a monthly on that. It's kind of like Dub's Barstool Portnoy when he does his pizza thing. Yeah. I watch those religiously. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know, it's really funny. He, he, this guy, but it's the pizza. It's a great yeah. thing. So just to be clear, Adam Schiff, sleazeball liar, just put us through, what, a month and a half of hearings where everybody and their mother, he ah. controlled. The Democrats control the House, not the Republicans. Republicans control the Senate. He brings up everybody and their mother, including a dude who heard a dude on the phone with another dude about a conversation about another dude. That really happened. Remember the guy I overheard Sondland talking to Trump about a conversation he had with someone. Remember that one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But all of a sudden, Schumer now, Joe, gives a press release. No, no. There's really more stuff out there and more witnesses. We just don't have them yet. Man, I got Schiff all over my Schumers. All over the place. Wipe it off. Now. Now, Joe, it gets better. Because swing state and, excuse me, swing districts. These are congressional representatives. Spanberger, Abigail Spanberg in Virginia, Ben McAdams in Utah. Mm. Fake moderates who are really radical leftists. If Ben, Mc, ben McAdams is Utah, in Utah is your representative, the Democrat, vote him out. Spamberger, vote him out. Connor Lamb in Pennsylvania, vote him out. They're all on board for this impeachment. How? Schumer just said we don't have the witnesses. 
Come on. Just dopey libs listening because you are dopey. I'm not kidding. Your stupidity is mind-boggling to me. How do you reconcile those two things? How are your swing district congressional representatives claiming to be moderate Democrats voting to impeach the president tomorrow? They're on the record. Connor, Lamb, McAdams, and others. If Schumer just acknowledged that they don't have the witnesses. Making it even worse. Schiff could have waited to get the witnesses Schumer wants, Bolton and others, John Bolton, because the president's saying, hey, executive privilege. The case is working its way through the courts. Who said no, Joe? Mm-hmm. Schiff. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't want to wait. That's right. Wait, wait, let me get this straight. I'm, I'm losing my mind here. So they're going to vote on an impeachment tomorrow. The Democrat Party through Schumer already acknowledged they don't have the witnesses to do it because they don't have the information. Mm-hmm. They can get the information if they'd wait because it's working its way through courts, but they don't want to wait because they want to give it to Schumer. Yep. Folks, if you're pulling your hair out and saying, are the Democrats this stupid? The answer is, yes, they are. Making it even worse. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> gets, yeah. Schumer's on the record because he was a congressman during the Clinton impeachment for saying that there shouldn't be any witnesses in the Senate portion of the trial, that that should happen in the House. He's on the record having said that. Schumer is also on the record, as I discussed yesterday, or the Democrats, I should say, via Tom Daschle, who was the Senate leader during the Clinton trial, They were on the record as their staffs coordinating with the White House during the Senate trial of Bill Clinton. I want you to watch this clip without further ado of CNN, for some reason, asking a real question. Hey, Chuck, you said in the Clinton impeachment that there shouldn't be witnesses in the Senate trial, that that should happen in the House. Why are you changing your mind now, despite the fact that Adam Schiff passed it off to you? Despite Adam Schiff, he could have waited on the witnesses you're asking for now and chose not to. Watch this this complete liar zero Schumer try to wiggle his way out of stunned. He got an actual question from CNN. Check this out. <laughs> Historically speaking, you also voted against admitting new evidence into the Senate trial in 1999. Well, that's because they jammed it. Well, in other but, words, but, but no, no, voted, no, 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 what's, no. Di- what's different saying I, I, in 1999, I don't want any evidence. No, we new evidence, say this, evidence. No, the, no witnesses. You said no new witnesses in the, 99. The Republicans could not negotiate a fair bunch of witnesses with the Democrats. And just there was a 55-45 vote. That was because it wasn't a bipartisan negotiation. It should be now. Um, you Again, you, you voted no for new evidence. Then now you're asking for new evidence and new witnesses. What I'm asking is there be a fair negotiation. Mm focused on the facts between McConnell and I that that I would be I would expect Democrats mm-hmm. and Republicans to support. I expect some of my Republican colleagues when they see this letter will say that's fair. But there is they a don't want to be there part of a, a cover up. There is a difference in your mind between 99 and now. Oh, well, no witnesses. There's a difference. No, no there's a difference it? in the whole basis of the uh, of the situation. But we should have the facts come out. There was a whole report done. The the fact situation, the leading up situation with Ken Starr, totally different than now. (laughs) This is it. Is this not great? Is this not one of the classic? But what was CNN thinking? Asking actual questions. Schumer, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can why you can hear him obviously on the audio. But YouTube.com slash Bongino, please subscribe. Watch his facial expressions. He's genuinely stunned. CNN is asking him a real question and he can't figure out why. He's like, wait, guys, I'm on CNN. This is our propaganda network. What are you doing? The host at CNN with John, is it John? I don't know his name. Sorry. I actually interviewed with that guy quite a bit when I did (laughs) CNN. I used to appear on CNN before they turned into a total uh, collusion hoax network. How does that work? Yeah. He (laughs) says to him, you want new witnesses now. When the Clinton impeachment happened, you said absolutely no new witnesses on the other side. It should be handled in the House. You changed your mind on that. And I would double down and ask these other questions. Why are you not lecturing now Adam Schiff on why he shouldn't have waited for these witnesses? Instead, he rushed it to you. And why are you not calling out your Democrat colleagues in the House, especially those swing district colleagues who are voting to impeach based on what you're now openly acknowledging is a lack of evidence? 
Folks, of course, there are no real answers to these questions other than because I'm Chuck Schumer and I'm a fraud and Adam Schiff is a loser and a liar and I don't have anything else to tell you. Bingo. There is no answer to this question. They don't have any evidence. Schumer wants these new witnesses for one reason and one reason only. He wants to make the president look bad on television. He wants to make the president look foolish. He wants to call out Mulvaney. This has nothing to do with evidence of a quid pro quo, Ukraine gate. They put up their best witnesses. It all turned out to be a joke and a hoax and a farce. This is purely about embarrassment. Now, literally updating on the air. I always have Fox on on the monitor. Capitol Hill right now. McConnell just spoke. Schumer's bloviating now. I listen, you know, in the past, I've not been a huge fan of Mitch McConnell, but I, I, I listen, I can't deny he's done some pretty solid things with the justices appointed onto the Supreme Court judges at the at the uh, circuit appellate level. He's done some good stuff. He hasn't done anything to curb spending, which kind of ticks me off. But that's a whole other story. McConnell just shut his right down. Senator Schumer speaks after McConnell rejects Democrat witness list. Good for you, Mitch. Cocaine Mitch strikes again. Do not acquiesce or give one inch of ground to these total lying losers on the left. They are not getting anything. We run the Senate. You get nothing. Point being, folks, it doesn't matter what McConnell does. The narrative, Joe, is already there. Of course. What's the narrative? 2020's corrupted. Trump's already colluding. We've already seen it. And... Schumer's narrative, this whole trial was a cover-up. The Republicans ran it. It doesn't matter. Cocaine Mitch clearly gets that. It doesn't matter. There's nothing you can say to get them, and they're boot-licking, butt-kissing, sycophantic disciples in the media to tell the story. They will tell a story. And the story they will tell you is the one fed to them by the Democrats. 2020 is already a hoax. 2020, they can't, Trump can't win legitimately. And the whole Senate trial is a cover-up. That's the only story they have. It doesn't matter what McConnell does. It's irrelevant. He could give Schumer every single witness. You know what they'll do, Joe? Mm. They'll say, we want more transcripts and more witnesses. We want. It doesn't matter. Ignore these idiots. Good job by Mitch. Crush these guys. Crush them. Give them exactly what they deserve. You know what that is? Nothing. They are filthy liars. They've lied about this case and this president from day one. You will give them nothing. Conduct this trial lickety split. Get it over in a day or a week and get this thing out of here. Throw it right in the garbage and don't ever look back. It's not even a trial. It's a farce based on a hoax charge. All right. I've got a couple more things, including, you know, it's not funny because people lost their job. I don't mean to make light of it. Yeah. It's almost tragic, but I've got a story about these lunatics at Vox. Vox, not Fox. Vox with a V like Victor. Left-wing lunatics and how liberalism is a cancer, not just at the national level. But the greatest enemy to liberalism is liberalism. Because when liberals feel the effects of liberalism, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden liberals don't like it. I've always told you, the greatest asset to conservatism is not just that it works for conservatives, but it works for liberals too. Liberals' pockets get fatter, their wallets get fatter, their business opportunities increase, their kids get better school choice options, they get better healthcare options, they get to control their own healthcare. The greatest joke about liberalism is on the liberal. That when liberals are forced to embrace their own policies, they hate it. That's why there's a mass exodus from New York and California. Wait till I show you this one coming up next about a really tragic backfire. I say that because people lost their jobs because liberals are morons. It's just that simple. Finally, last sponsor day. It's Tuesday. We always get a busy sponsor list. I appreciate your patience and your support of our excellent sponsors. They're really great. Candid Company, Candid Company, really appreciate Candid Company supporting the show. Visit Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O.com, Candid Company, uh, Candid, oh, excuse me, CandidCompany.com, CandidCO.com slash Bongino, CandidCO.com slash Bongino. What, what is that? What is Candid? Well, it's that time of year again. It's time to share smiles and good times with your friends and family. And of course, to exchange gifts. How about you give yourself a gift, a gift of self-confidence? How do you get it? By having straighter, brighter teeth with help from Candid. 
Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster and cheaper than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes, it takes just six months on average and costs 65% less. Don't waste money. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan for you. They'll show you a 3D preview so you can see how wonderful your teeth will look after you're done. Everybody wants straight, bright teeth. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. There's no hassle of going to an orthodontist's office. Candid ships your aligners directly to you. Plus, in this season of giving, Candid donates $25 with each aligner purchase to Smile Train, which brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. That's nice of them. Give yourself the gift of Candid. Go to candidco.com slash Bongino. That's Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O.com slash Bongino. And use code Bongino. To get an astonishing $75 off, that's CandidCO.com slash Bongino, code Bongino for $75 off, CandidCO.com slash Bongino, code Bongino for those straight teeth you've always wanted. Thank you, Candid, for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. And I know my listeners do too. Check them out, CandidCO.com slash Bongino, code Bongino for $75 off. Okay. Again, this is one of those stories where you just want to like, grab the liberals and shake them and go, why are you doing this to yourselves? Like we're, you know, Joe, like we're trying to save you from yourselves. Mm -hmm. Why don't you listen? Well, it's regarding a story I brought up a long time ago. Um, a story was about AB5, which is a bill. AB5 was a bill in California that was meant to, tar uh, to target uh, Uber. Now, why were they targeting Uber? Well, they were targeting Uber because unions, which primarily donate money to Democrats, don't like the fact that Uber drivers and Lyft drivers aren't classified as full-time employees. Why are they not classified as full-time employees? Because they're not. Because it's in the gig economy, people who drive Uber sometimes have other jobs, sometimes don't. Sometimes they're parents or teachers or whatever. They want to make a few extra bucks on the weekend. So you get what I'm saying? Unions don't like that yeah. because they need people to be classified as employees. Why, yeah. Joe? So they can pay union dues, Bingo. which yep. unions can then use to influence democratic politics uh, and to influence their, their packages and their remuneration packages. Listen, and I mean this when I say this, and I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I got to caveat this conversation. Every time. I'm not anti-union. I'm anti-force and monopoly. Unions can do great things for their employees, and many do. You should not be forced to join one, and they should not be pushing people like Uber drivers to join a union they don't want to join because they're not employees. They're not. So liberal hacks in California decided to push through this bill, AB5, that would reclassify Uber and Lyft drivers, Joe, as employees of Uber. Hmm. Well... What they didn't take into account, or did, because they're really not that smart, is that when you reclassify contract employees who are just working by the job, 1099 type employees, as full-time or part-time employees when they're not, that it wasn't just going to affect Uber. And a lot of the companies that would then be forced oh, to classify oh, yeah. people as employees don't want to classify these people right. as employees because they're not. They do specific jobs, they do contract work, but they are not. They are individual contractors. So what happened? Who did it primarily affect? Well, interestingly enough, a lot of liberal writers and journalists, Joe, are not classified as employees in California because they're not. They submit pieces to maybe Vox and elsewhere. And they submit pieces to other places. Well, they're not employees of Vox. They submit right. to other left-wing sites, I'm sure, Mother Jones and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the point on this one. This is a sad tweet. I'm not, I don't mean to make light of this either. I don't know this woman. I never met her in my life, but she's a writer, apparently. This is from at MS Andy Law. Her name is Andy Lovell. It's a woman. Uh, she says, I quote in a tweet, I just lost my ability to earn a living because of California Assembly Bill 5. My freelance brokerage company says they'll have to let California authors go. Almost a decade of hard work gone in an instant. I can't stop crying. Mm. Right before Christmas. Hashtag AB5. Folks, it's not a joke. I mean, this show, mm -hmm. we can be sarcastic and, you know, pointing out liberal stupidity almost becomes humorous sometimes because they're so dumb and you tell them this is going to happen. This is not funny. I don't know this woman. I've never met her. I don't know him from Adam Lovell. I have no idea who this is. 
I am only highlighting that tweet amongst many. Because without regard for a political affiliation, because I don't matter, it's right before Christmas, and this woman just lost her job precisely because liberals did that to her. Uber and Lyft and the gig economy in California was working just fine before big government, tyrannical police state liberals who cannot get their damn hands out of your pocket, your wallet, your business, your kids' education, your healthcare decisions, and everything else they want to control had to step in before the holidays and crap all over this woman and ruin her entire life right before the holidays. She got fired because the company cannot classify her as an employee because she's not. She is an individual contractor. If they classify her as an employee, they get saddled with a bunch of payroll costs and expenses they don't need because she's not an employee. So what did they do? Rather than having to reclassify her, Joe, they fired her. Now, it's not just happening there. Here's a tweet from these left-wing imbeciles at Vox who actually supported this law. Look at this one. This is a screenshot of an article they wrote a little while ago. Gig workers win. They kind of, this is a win to them, Joe. What? Gig workers win in California is a victory for workers everywhere. Millions of people have been working without basic labor protections. Amazing, Joe, how all these people decided to work for Uber without labor protection. They were all being abused. Yeah. Was, yeah. So just to be clear, mm-hmm. the left-wing idiots at Vox with a V supported this bill that got people fired before Christmas because they know better than you that you should be an employee when you don't want to be. Well, look at this interesting CNBC piece. Vox Media to cut hundreds of freelance jobs ahead of changes in California gig economy laws. Hat tip, by the way, Matt McCoyak on Twitter, who I saw these two two headlines on. Taking everything in my soul right now mm-hmm. to not drop an f bomb on my own show and bleep it out because I'm really. Mm-hmm. You understand these people are idiots, right? You get that, right? Stop dropping expletives. Stop make fun of them. No, make fun of them. They are colossal morons. Mm-hmm. Everyone with a functioning frontal lobe, told California imbecile liberals this was going to happen. Everyone. Again, I said a functioning frontal lobe. It doesn't include other liberals. Everyone who was sane, moderate Democrats, moderate Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, warned them, you are going to get massive numbers of people fired. And these liberal buffoons did it anyway, right before the holidays. And you'll continue to vote them in, man. You'll continue to vote them in in California. It's as if you uh, you almost don't know any better. And by the way, that excludes the same people. And there were many. I've traveled to California a lot. Mm-hmm. And I love the people out there. I've never been given a problem in California, ever. Given more problems in New York where I grew up. To the good people of California, does not include you. To the morons, you will continue to decimate and wreck and destroy the lives of the people who live in that great state. It's a shame. Your stupidity is mind-boggling. Fox, we support the bill. Fox, we got to let you go. Wait, didn't you support that bill? Yeah, you're fired. Stupid. How stupid are you? Here's another one at Tip Bongino Report. You may say, that's you. It's not me. It's my company. I don't run the whole thing. <laughs> Bongino Report, Matt Handles. We have a Twitter account for the Bongino Report, the conservative alternative to the Drudge Report. It's conveniently, it's at Bongino Report if you want to follow us. Matt found something interesting. It was an article up in the Hill, left leaning the Hill. So uh, New York has decided it's a good idea, the state of New York, to allow. Uh, New York uh, illegal uh, illegal aliens in the country illegally to get driver's licenses. So the Hill has this article with a video where the lines are around the corner to go get the driver's licenses. Some of you watching on the YouTube can read ahead. So Matt at Bongino Report thought of something interesting. He said, 
Isn't this the same argument made by the liberals who will also tell you it's impossible for someone to obtain a photo ID to vote? So just to be clear, great point, Matt. Brilliant. New York City liberals, we need to give illegals driver's licenses. Same New York liberals. Listen, black and Hispanic voters are really not smart enough to go get a photo ID on their own. Wait, what? One, how is it not? How is that not racist? How is it not racist for liberals to take that position? I'm serious. Nobody ever says that about white voters. So if we institute voter ID, you're suggesting black and Hispanic voters can't figure it out, but white voters can. How is that not racist? And then when you let illegals get driver's licenses, the lines are around the corner. They figured it out. No problem. So now you're not only suggesting that, it, Joe, it's not just, they're not just racist. Mm. They're, they're racist against American citizens mm-hmm. because what they're suggesting is people here illegally are smart enough to figure it out, which they clearly are. They're around the corner yeah. to get driver's license. But American citizen Hispanics and black voters, they're not smart enough to figure it out. Again, explain to me liberals. I know you can't because you're really not smart. Explain to me how that's not racist. Dan, you shouldn't insult him. No, no, I will. Thank you. Appreciate your feedback. Not interested. I told you this a thousand times. I'm not trying to talk liberals into anything. We're never going to get them on our side. They're not on your side. They hate this country. They hate everything about it. I'm done with them. We are not talking to them. We are talking to moderate Democrats. May You may insult them too. Listen, if you believe any of this stuff, I'm sorry, you're not a moderate anyway. You're a radical America-hating leftist. <laughs> you just got people fired before Christmas? You're insinuating that black and Hispanic Americans can't figure out how to get a photo ID? And you're trying to suggest to me that conservatives are racist? You may get the theme here at the end, which we'll highlight with a piece of good news. Great piece, Washington Examiner, up at the show notes today. Strongly encourage you to check it out. Black voter support for Trump by Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner, at the highest levels and could seal a 2020 win. Suggesting to you, ladies and gentlemen, that black voters and Hispanic voters are starting to figure out that the real racists are on the left. We don't engage in conservatism and the soft bigotry of low expectations, to quote George W. Bush. We don't expect anything less of black and Hispanic Americans than we expect that of Asian or white Americans. Because they're no different. It's the same gene code, folks. It's inherently racist and stereotypical to say otherwise. And I strongly believe black voters are starting to figure this out. Check out this piece from Paul Bedard. Listen to this. In head-to-heads against Joe Biden, Trump receives 12% of the black vote. Against Senator Bernie Sanders, it was 14%. Against Senator Elizabeth Warren, it was 17% of the black vote. You may say, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. No, 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 listen to the next line. Those levels are the best for a GOP president or candidate since 1968. Black voters are figuring it out, folks. You got played by a bunch of racist liberals who think so little of you, they think you can't even figure out how to get a driver's license. While they acknowledge and applaud for illegal aliens who figured it out on day one. That's how little they think of you. Again, you will always, always be welcome here. Our movement does not discriminate on the melanin content of your skin, the God you worship, or where you were born. We believe in the big R God-given rights of everyone. Everyone. You are always welcome on this show. Always welcome in our movement. One final note, folks, I know I don't want to overly, uh, I don't want to go over the hour, but I do get a lot of emails from, from addicts and stuff around the holidays, uh, drug addicts, it is. This has obviously been an issue in my family. I've mm-hmm. discussed it on the show many times. I don't give too many particulars. Um, I know Joe's dealt with it in the past yep. too, and it's something very sensitive to both of us. I just want you to understand, again, you're always welcome here. And I saw something this morning from an old friend of mine growing up about a battle he's having with a family member. And, um, you know, listen, All I can tell you is it's tough, man. I know it, but know that people care about you. They care about you during the holidays and they want to desperately see you recover. You are always welcome here. God loves you. I care about you. I read your emails. I know it's hard. It's not easy, um, but you're always welcome here. I got an email yesterday. It kind of touched me a little bit about that. Mm. So just before we leave, I just want to let you know that you'll always have a home here. I know what you're struggling with. It's a daily fight. 
and around the holidays. Just know people give a damn about you. They do. All right, folks, I will see you all tomorrow. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. If you don't mind checking us out there, we really appreciate it. Catch you all tomorrow. And uh, Merry Christmas. We should say that every day. I know it drives the liberals crazy. <laughs> you just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.